should become uh, more integrated with artificial intelligence, all of us, because that's the future of us. That's how we make more perfect bodies, genetic modification and, and artificial intelligence. So the Internet of Everything, um, their plan for the goal for humanity around the world is 2030. That's only nine years away. The plan is your body would be wirelessly connected to everything around you, literally everything. You would walk around, everything is going back and forth into your body, just like if you had a cell phone embedded into you or a computer. Forever, everything's going back and forth, you know, messages out, information out, information in. Well, how would they do that within nine years on every human on the planet? Ask yourself that. World Economic Forum says the same thing. Um, you won't own anything, you won't have privacy, all your thoughts are known, your dreams are known. How will they do that? They say by the year 2030 that um, all of us will become part cyborg. Okay, listen to these people talk. Our bodies will be integrated with artificial intelligence. We will be wirelessly connected. So how will they do that that fast to everybody? 
Well, if you look at all the literature out there and the scientific research, and what I was taught, there's a substance called hydrogel. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency oh. developed. And it's an amazing substance that can um, do many different things. It's a, it can change its shape indefinitely, reassemble, disassemble, microscopic. They can actually fit one million nanobots, they call them, within one syringe. One million can be in there. So they're using one of these structures, one of these kinds of things. They call it nanolipid particle, but it's a structure of hydrogel in these injections right now. And in these injections, this substance can be used to deliver drugs, but it also could be used for biosensors, accumulating data, sending messages. So in effect, they are little nanobots that can um, hold little computer bits on them, their information. So perhaps this could be the advent of us getting this artificial intelligence inside of us to prepare us for those nine years. I believe 100% it is. It is this what they're trying to do. hypothesis urgently of how the COVID-19 experimental injections may be harming and killing in the hope that it may be able to help in some way to help stop this attempted mass genocide. I am a UK medical doctor. 
My hypothesis is that the experimental mRNA COVID-19 injections contain a magnetized nanoparticle attached to the mRNA, which crosses the blood-brain barrier and is then attracted to the brain, particularly midline structures. I further hypothesize that two things aid this passage of the magnetized mRNA to the brain. Local temperature effects from EMF radiation and from an artificial network, such as from hydrogel. The effect is magnetic rather than metallic, as the neodymium magnets can be seen to flip over, over if the wrong pole is against the skin. A number of side effects are extremely common. One example is Bell's palsy. This is where there is paralysis of the facial nerve and that causes weakness and drooping on one side of the face. This leads me on to my hypothesis that low-level radiation from EMF may be directing where this damage takes place. This radiation is going straight from one ear to the other and the meeting point of this is exactly in the middle is the pond. And from the pond part of the brainstem, that is where the seventh cranial nerve, the facial nerve, comes from. Could it be that this nerve and the other cranial nerves are being damaged at its origin by EMS interacting with magnetic nanoparticles. Of further concern is that there is emerging evidence that COVID-19 swabs, both PCR and lateral flow swabs, may be contaminated, possibly with hydrogel. This hydrogel may also be attracted towards these magnetic and electrical fields. The body's own magnetic sensing gland, the pineal gland, is also deep within the brain. And it could be that the combination of hydrogel, EMF radiation and magnetized mRNA is a deadly trio that leads to deep brain structures being destroyed. SARS-CoV-2 has been artificially made, it appears, from the strongest argument made scientifically. How can we then trust that an international pharmaceutical industry that has been involved with the creation of a bioweapon to then propose the cure. We must not be blinded because we can't imagine that people could want to harm others. A very small number of people do. And an even larger number of people allow and facilitate that harm taking place because they cannot face the possibility that others could cause harm. have in fact created an opportunity to affect 
the way humans think, feel, and behave on a variety of levels. We can physically affect the brain through these techniques and tools in ways that are important to, meaningful for, national security, intelligence, and defense agenda. The idea here is to put minimal-sized electrodes in a network within a brain through only minimal intervention to, and to be able to read and write into the brain function in real time, remotely. There are those that think, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. The last sanctified space is that of my consciousness, and you're using this stuff to invade that? You're right. What types of kind of neural weapons can we engage and develop? Well, I provide them for you. We can modify the existing palette of bacteria and viruses through the use of gene editing techniques. If I wanted to do something that's a little bit more proximate, I can utilize nanoparticulate matter. The idea here is that I can get something called high CNS aggregation material. It is essentially invisible to the naked eye, even to most scanners, because it is so small. These are then inhaled, either through the nasal mucosa or absorbed through the oral mucosa. They clump in the brain or in the vasculature and they create the hemorrhage predisposition or a clot predisposition in the brain. What I've done is I've created a stroking agent. And it's very, very difficult to gain attribution to do that. And in fact, this is one of the things that has been entertained and examined to some extent by my colleagues in NATO and to those who are working on the use of neurobiological sciences to create populational disruption. The idea of intracranial pulse stimulators take this one step further. Now the idea is to utilize direct electromagnetic pulses to be able to disrupt neural network aggregation. So I think the take-home message here is that, yeah, we can access and affect, manipulating control, so to speak, neural systems to affect, alter, change, direct minds via brain, and therefore the hearts in which those minds are embodied. right now, uh, will I allow myself to become a synthetic entity to save my life? What would you do to save your life? By allowing graphene into your body, and graphene is um, quantum dot uh, hydrogel, you begin a metamorphosis process from being a human created in the divine image with the breath of life from God into this synthetic entity. People allowing hydrogel into their bodies are hybridizing their body, basically shape-shifting it into a biological robot. The hydrogel filler acts as a glue within your body to network with artificial intelligence as a computer interface, and you are being reduced to a node in the Internet of Things. Graphene is the ideal filler for polymer-based nanocomposites. Your body becomes a living polymer, a substance that has a molecular structure consisting chiefly or entirely 
of large number of synthetic organic materials that are used in plastics and resins that will eventually replace your DNA, your blood, your cells, your tissues, and your organs as the hydrogel nanoparticles self-assemble. Think of this as an invisible invasion transforming you from a human to a synthetic entity known as Synbio. That means that it will fill every crack and crevice of your body. There will be nothing hidden or safe that it does not invade. Graphene also has magical and conductive qualities making your, your body and your mind a receptor for any message that the controllers want to embed. Scientists and researchers are using the self-assembling gelator to create a synthetic scaffold system inside your body, while the filler replaces your human parts with artificial ones that are predisposed to a collective or global fascist order. If we change the the spin of the atoms and the, and the magnetism in our body, what is that going to do to us as biological human beings? So what, how's that going to affect our physiology? God is the glue right now that holds your body together in a particular and unique way. But when you take the vaccine, that nanotechnology becomes the glue and it outs God. a person's brain to the internet would eliminate privacy altogether. This feels to me like essentially reducing the human brain to being nothing more than a hard drive. Big tech and the government could easily access your thoughts, know what you're thinking, know what you're planning and feeling, and in the long run, 
Eliminate your very individuality by seizing control of your brain. Essentially, the world that they could be building is one in which people are reduced to being nothing more than mindless cyborg drones. Over the past year, we've witnessed a horrifying psychological attack on our population and indeed on our very human nature. Many people are now afraid of touching or being near other people. They have been brainwashed into being terrified of the very things that make us human. The globalists clearly have satanic tendencies. An attack on our nature and our human form is an attack on God's creation. It's an attack on the human soul. If man is made in God's image, then defacing and corrupting the human form is therefore a grave insult to God himself. This all comes back to the war for the human soul. The human soul cries out in the dark to live as God had intended, as human beings. For decades, the globalists have written their scripts about the dystopian future they have in mind for humanity. It's time we tore up their plans and started with a blank page. The future is ours to shape, and it can be whatever we choose to make it, if we just discover the will to act. As dark as things may seem, I believe that we've been given a gift, those of us who can see at least. It's an ability to see the truth, and there has never been a greater privilege to be on the side of all that is good, righteous, and beautiful in this life, all that is meaningful. We get the opportunity to stand against the darkest, most powerful, insidious, satanic, and psychotic evil that humanity has ever faced. We should see this as an honor and a privilege, because the quality of life, and indeed human life itself, is under such attack. There has never been a better time to truly be alive in every sense of the word, because life and the value of truly living it to its fullest has never been more important, more precious. There is no higher a responsibility and no cause more noble. The challenge is so tremendously great because it is so worthwhile.